What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the In The Round podcast. Uh, today, a very special episode. It's your boy, Matt Brill, by the way, in case y'all don't know who I am, new to the program. Uh, we got Sweet Boy behind the camera. Shout out Whale Tail Media, Saxman Studios, our boy Mitch Wallace with the Digital Marketing Agency, and of course, Pickle Jar Live. Um, and uh, yeah, we have got a great episode today. Joined by a guy that I met in the <laughs> so studio with, with our, our Big Brother podcast, the DM Monday podcast with Trey Lewis. Um, and I, I originally met this dude through our, our mutual good brother, Money Matt, still Matthews, Matt Wallace. He's got, he's got so many damn names. So many uh, names. So many names. But it's my boy, Atlas. Um, and uh, dude, we've gotten, to, we've gotten to hang quite a bit like since doing that podcast, yeah, Red Door. Whenever I go out, you're there, dude. You're, you're well, always you on the scene. You have to be. That's how you meet people. I rarely go out. Dude, there was that one <laughs> night. Uh, we were at Red Door. Sweet Boy was there. Sweet Boy was on the other side. He was critter crawling, as we like to say. He was critter out crawling. What is critter crawling? Out, mean? That's when you're out there looking for something. Like, oh, man, critter crawling. Like you're on the prowl. You're looking yeah, for some you're critters. Yeah, you're hunting. <laughs> you're hunting for some critters at Red Door. <laughs> some, for some critters. It's, 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 it's like critters sounds very low bar. Is that like four to ones or like? No, it's all you're levels. For it's critters? all levels. Are there can quality. be a there can be a, like a There's ten a, out of ten critter. Oh, absolutely. Like look at the shitter on that critter. You know. Okay, if I was going to hit on a critter, it'd, it'd be on the shitter, for sure. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I like to actually FaceTime on the shitter pretty consistently. Are you? Are you I'm, face- I'm a only accept a FaceTime while I'm on the toilet kind of dude. That's where you do like business. Like my, my cousin used to, my older cousin used to call it the office. Like the he used office, to call it his dude. office. Like he'd handle all of his business calls, like any of his meetings he just did in, while, on the, while on the shitter. Yeah. Nobody bothers you. So you can get all the, do or, business while doing business. You can always get off the phone quicker. They're like, "Are you shitting?" I'm like, "Look, I'm a busy man. This is this, is, this, is, this, all this t- is the time. It's all the time I got for you, man." Are I'm you sorry. uncomfortable looking at me while I'm on the shitter? Because <laughs> stop being weird. It should not be that weird. But that <laughs> night at Red Door, um, we were hanging out. It was um, I saw you and Bayless sitting at sitting on the patio, and yeah. I'm I'm from New York, so I've been to Long Island. I've never seen so many Long Island iced teas. Get consumed, dude. I just you I'm, you just uh, love Long Islands. You're a goddamn tank. They just get you there. You know what I mean? Like like I need to start every like bar thing off with like downing a Long Island or two, and then we can just start. Have you found the best casually. Long Island? Have you found like your favorite Long Island in Nashville? Is it Red Door? Is Red Door? They just make the drinks. I don't know. There's a place strong. called Lucky's. Oh, dude, Lucky's. And fucks. I don't think it's the Lucky's you're thinking of. I think it's like it's like off Donald's. It's off Donaldson. Oh, that one. Yeah, and it's, it's like out, out out near out near. Yeah, Matt's it's by place. this gas station yeah, yeah, yeah. that always has construction going on. There's like maybe 20 people there, which I like those bars because I like to get drinks. Yeah, Red Door can be tough getting a drink. I hate it. The only that's the weirdest thing about Nashville. Is I can't get a fucking drink on a Tuesday because it's lit every day. <laughs> if you go on Broadway, it's so I gotta wild. find some weird little bar you, no one goes to that go, has a bathroom with no lights, shit everywhere around the toilet. Do you go to Do you go to Broadway? Uh, not, I've been there twice. Maybe I was gonna say I used, yeah, I, used I used to work down there, so for me it's like I get PTSD. I did security down there at the front no. door at Dirk Bentley's bar for about a year. I saw all kinds of shit. Oh, no. It was horrifying. It was a lot. I mean, but Broadway's like part of the Nashville experience, but yeah. Midtown Midtown can be a lot, too. Like, you go to Red Door, you go to Live Oak, you go to Tin Roof. I, did, I like East. You like East. That's your vibe. That makes sense. Yeah. That, you are like an East kind of guy. I love East. I would I, like to I take... I love ghetto areas. Hey, oh, yeah. I'm just a fan. <laughs> I, by the way, we were out in Denver um, over the weekend, um, your, your home neck of the woods. 
uh, this past weekend. We were out there with Trey, and we went into a um, one of the dispos. I've definitely made my rounds at the dispos out there. We went to one. It's called The Lodge, and there was a guy in there, and he was, like, talking about, like, rap music and, like, the, the Colorado music scene. I was like, yo, my boy, my boy Atlas is from out here. And when I said that, he, like, knew knew who you were and shit, dude. Dang, like, hometown famous. The, the Lounge? The, the Lodge. The Lodge. The Lodge. The Lodge. A dispensary out there. Some guy, I think his name was Mike. And, um, but he like, he was like, yo, that's, that's Sean, right? And I'm like, yeah. They knew my <laughs> name. Yeah. So I went to high school with him, man. Maybe, bro. And it was just a dispensary, bro. Colorado shit. Did you do a lot of music stuff out there? Like, were you doing shows and stuff out there? Or not really. It was just, I YouTube just did videos. my first tour. It's all internet based. I did a lot of shows in a band called Riverdale Road, but we had no internet presence. So, but so it was, was like, that just local stuff in Colorado. Yeah. It's just like local, local, like Denver shows, like the Roxy. We would sell like, 30, 40 tickets, but we would just force all of our friends to go. Ah. But we never had stuff on the internet, so no one never knew it. And we would play every two weeks. And at some point, our friends were like, look, dude, I love you guys, but uh, we can't just keep going to a show every two weeks. <laughs> what kind of music? Was it Was it like rock stuff or was it like rap? What, it was some... like metal. It was probably, it was like, I would say metalcore. Were you screaming? I, I couldn't scream. I wish. It was like metalcore, but for pussies. Like, because I couldn't like, scream. I tried to scream, and I just didn't like, have to scream. Like, is it like the but ang- I wanted to. Is it like those so angsty song titles? Like, those kind of cringy metal song titles? I don't even remember the names of the songs, to really? be honest. I don't This is a whole different chapter of your life? <laughs> yeah, that chapter's over. I've deleted it. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you go from that to Atlas? Yeah, I just, uh, I wanted to go solo. I wanted to stop doing shows, and I wanted to put stuff on the internet. And so I was like, okay, let me put out this album. I recorded an album. I put out now 15 songs called My World. I had 50 followers. Just threw it out there. I didn't try to promote it or nothing. And then I was like, okay, now my way of promoting is to do covers. So I did weekly covers. And I would just try to predict what the next big song will be. Well, you did one of Jellies. You did Save Me. Yeah, when I, when I heard... Whew. And your version, that that's, your version of that's pretty fucking good, You too. like that one? You like, I that's just, how Jelly, I, I think, found I literally listen, like, on my Spotify, it's, like, fucking... Like, I forgot your, that I put that on Spotify. Like, you're my guy. Like, I, fo- I just found this playlist today. That you have an official Spotify playlist. Like, this is Atlas. And it's, like, all your catalog. Like, like a Spotify... Like, Thank you, Spotify. You're important enough for Spotify. <laughs> or, or, or you have a good enough team behind you that's doing this shit without you even knowing. It's, but it's, like, all your whole catalog is in here, bro. It's really funny because I had to make my own playlist before Spotify gave me one. Yeah. And then my own playlist started doing really good. And then Spotify was like, oh... We should drop jump on this because I made like an Atlas <laughs> official playlist. Started pinning it to the top. So you've just been putting out singles in the last like year, right? Every twenty eight days, I've been putting out singles for like four years. Just every but like, just recent. But this your so is there is there a, are you guys working on like a project project or is it just throwing singles out there in I the just, universe? Just, throw, just if I like a song, I put it out. I don't know. I just don't like. I've always hated the idea of waiting on music. I'm impatient as fuck. Yeah, and I feel like I I've am created. Too. I feel like I've created a fan base that probably is a little impatient because I always feed them. So I'm scared to stop feeding them. <laughs> I just want to keep them fed. I mean, they love the music, so I just want to keep giving where, them the music. Where, where'd you go on tour? What were the Where were the shows at? If you can remember. Yeah, yeah. The first one was Nashville. Then at we went the, to, at the end, right? At the end. Then we went to Atlanta. Uh, the vinyl. Yeah. Atlanta was crazy. Well, you're such a you're such like a fan and like a student of. Of rap and lyricism, and Atlanta is such a big part of that. I feel like Atlanta be a good market for you. Yeah, Atlanta was Atlanta was pretty good. I mean, the main thing was it was Tennessee was undefeated, and they just played the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, right before the show, everyone was lit as fuck. 
Like, Which to me is the there wasn't Atlas a sober crowd. person yeah. in that crowd. I feel like a, so, a sober Atlas crowd isn't the right Atlas yeah. crowd. Like, people got to oh. be a little lit, singing "Oh No" at the top of their lungs. They they got me so drunk because I just kept accepting drinks on stage. Oh, that's like my that's, that's a dangerous that's like, game to play. It's dude. becoming my thing. I think really, it's, I enjoy it though. But I was like, but they always bring up they bring me a shot, and I'm like, I'm like I can't drink alone, and they're like, we'll drink with you, and they're all just taking shots with 180 people. It's so fun. <laughs> And then they just keep bringing me drinks, and they keep drinking with me. I mean, the bar must have loved me because there were so yeah, many drinks. You'll definitely come back. <laughs> but no, so, the, Atlanta was crazy. They were loud, and they weren't even my biggest crowd. Where was the biggest crowd? I think oh Denver, Denver. Oh, that makes sense. Denver where was, was where was the Denver show at? Denver was the marquee. I think we had 500 people there. Dude, that's big. And we sold out a month and a half before the show. So I Whoa. wonder what it could have been. I'm excited to go back being, for the being next a, Being show. in a band where you were doing live shows, like, like I had your own stuff, but you guys were doing like covers and like you weren't putting the word, telling the world about it on the internet to now you're pre-selling out yeah. your hometown. And that that's I've never like, that has, done a show in. <laughs> yeah, it has to be like a full circle kind of thing, dog. Like that has to feel really cool. Yeah, I think... I think I always just thought that, like, I didn't want to just play shows for random people. It's just so much. It's so special when people are singing back to you. Yeah. Like, that, you're a fucking bitch. Hope you know that shit. Oh, it's an anthem for when a you lot hear, of people. Hearing 500 people sing that shit at you is so fun. And then what do you have? <laughs> on, just screaming. Do you have a band on stage with you? Or is it like a guy? Is it like a DJ? You got like a hype man? Like, what's the Yeah, what's I the got a guitarist and I have a drummer. So it's just like a three-man band. And you're just up there singing, no no instrument in your hand, just with the mic, just yeah, getting just after it. Yeah, just crushing it, dude. Like, just enjoying it. What do, you, what do you wear? What's, like, your stage attire? Just, like, do you wear, like, funny t-shirts? I could see you wearing, like, I was wearing just Himley's. Or, like, I was wearing pretty, like, just, like, I'm just throwing on a shirt. And sometimes I'd wear the Crocs. Sometimes I'd wear oh, boots. Oh, did you wear Crocs on stage? Yeah. Let's like, go. For a couple of them. Sometimes I wore boots. Just depend on the night. Yeah. Fuck how yeah. I was feeling. If That's... I was feeling, like, Minnesota and, um... Chicago I almost lost my voice, so I was feeling like crap. I got sick. Yeah, because you're with your with your vocal style and stuff. You're belting that shit like you're oh, yeah. my heart hurts. Like you're yelling was, a lot of your shit. What was out. the one thief? Thief was so hard, and so was a Southern Comfort. Yeah, that song's super hard to sing live. So one, I had to like for Chicago. I felt terrible. I had to take my really loud like belty notes at the end, and then go like an octave down. And it was like the first time no one cheered when I ended the song. I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry, guys. Where, I was like, I wish my voice was, was where, here. Where in Chicago did you play? Do you remember? Because Chicago is a dope city, dude. Dude, it was, it was like. I like Chicago a lot. It was definitely the cleanest venue I've been to. Really? And like the, the promoter was amazing. Like he like had everything. Like w when you're an artist, you get this list of stuff that yeah, you want. I'm curious what's on the Atlas He gave front. me that and. <laughs> and like double what I asked for. He gave me like 30 towels for my sweating. I was like, this is incredible. And then you're just good on towels for when nobody else gets Joe's live. Joe's live. Oh, you did Joe's live? Yeah, Joe's live. That venue was amazing. That venue was incredible. So I've been to Joe's on weed. Um, Ed Worm is the guy that runs a lot of that stuff. Um, he runs uh, the Windy City Smokeout as well. It's like the big festival up there. Chicago is a great market for just music in general. We see yeah. it a lot on the countryside, but on the rock and like hip hop side too, and even electronic, literally anything. Chicago fucks with you, and they're great. What's yeah. on the Atlas Rider? What do you? What do you? And what do you and the, and the boys? It's have not a on lot. There? It's just a lot of tequila. I think it's like three balls of Casamigos. <laughs> <And then>, um, <laughs> 
Well, okay, someone put Caesar salad dressing. I don't know who put that. It's I just, just not it's put just, that. It's just stayed on there. But Joe, yeah, Joseph's the first to actually go get it. I was like, oh, there's Caesar salad dressing. I don't know. But, what to but, do but, with but this. there's no salad. There's no salad. No, there's just Caesar salad dressing. But they they actually fed us. So do you get that deep dish out there? Yeah, the pizza, dude. It's like a lasagna, but oh, it's pizza. It hurts me now. I'm too old for that shit. How, I used to love. How, deep how old dish. are you now? I just turned thirty. Okay, so we're about so, the same age. I just turned twenty eight recently, so I just can't. I can't do them anymore. Pizza just. Kills what, do you, what is that? The thing you miss eating the most with old age? I feel like like Trey gets that acid reflux shit a lot. Yeah, he's that's, like, I can't that's eat, where I'm at. He's like, I can't eat that shit anymore. Like I get it sometimes too, but I, I have to go with like thin pizzas now or like low sub marinara sauce. Makes me sad because I know it's not as good. Yeah, but at least you're not like having to be gluten free and shit. I feel like I would, that would kill you. Not eating I, gluten. Technically, I'm allergic. You are, but I just can't commit to. I feel like you like pasta eat. and shit. Like you'd yeah, be down yeah. for a pasta. I'm, I'm like I have a gluten allergy, but I don't care. I'm ready to die for for my for like my Biggie, like Biggie, ready to die. <laughs> I'm ready God, to die for God, my God, food. Tell God I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were actually we were talking when we were at Red Door that night, um, the the night of the Long Islands and hanging out with Bayless and all that, about how you love like your love of just hip hop and rap, like your love of music before yeah. you even got started with doing this thing, man. And for for you, like looking back, like because growing up in Colorado, like I grew up in New York, like we had our own New York scene. You had like when I was growing up as a kid, you had you had Big Pun, you had Fat Joe, you had the Terror Squad guys. Yeah, it's like the end of the Biggie era, the beginning of the the Jiggy era with fucking Jay Z, and then you had like DMX and all that. Y'all had some iconic shit. We had because it's New York, bro. It's where the shit started. So coming from Colorado, like what music are you like exposed to, and like how do you get into the scene? There's a lot of it like jumping on fucking MySpace and YouTube and Pandora and shit like that. I feel like Colorado's very underground. Like Tech Nine, Hobson. If it comes to rap, it's like very like not mainstream. But in terms of people that have like inspired me, like the bands that I feel have made, I think One Republic. I think Ryan Tedder's from Colorado. Yeah, um, one of I the think. greatest writers of all time. Yeah, he's dude, written so many other hits dude, aside from his One Republic project. Dude, yeah, Ryan Tedder's goaded. And then there's the Fray, which was like my favorite band. Where did I go wrong? Oh, I lost a friend. Perform that at every show. You do. Yeah, yeah. That's like, in the cover. That's in the. Do you have like a covers medley, or do you just yeah, like? I just, I just throw that one out there. Just throw that one yeah, out there. Because yeah. I just like the fray. I think the fray was the first band that did like really soft ballady music about heartbreak and stuff like that. That from Colorado made it. So for me, it's like. For me, they're just like they're iconic for me. Like yeah. they inspired me so much as an artist. Yeah. That like I just had to cover the fray. That's cool. But like, what hip hop were you? Are you talking about like Tech Nine? So but hip hop. Like, what yeah, yeah. Are you bumping? Uh, hip hop or rap I, even. I mean, or even rap because rap and hip hop get like they kind of get it I love the same thing but they're different I love Drake like I'm obsessed with Drake Take Care album I had a little B.O.B. phase there were Strange yeah. Clouds Adventures of Bobby Ray um, Hobson was a pretty big way for me um, The Ill Minds were just sick yeah trying to think because like your music man it like you have this like rock like nf though nf it to oh. me is just the best and the fact that he's a he's, clean rapper he's become like, like my favorite artist it's not dude, even his like rapper flows anymore. are just ridiculous well who's the guy that sings on this is war with you uh, my boy luke gone gone he's so he good. reminds me he's, of that kind of and he has dude. that similar kind of flow 
but it's like his own like spin on it. Like I, this yeah. is war oh, yeah. to me. Like if you're trying to get hype before like a, like a football game or something. Like if I'm in high, like if that song had come out when I was still in high school and like before a football game, like I'm in the weight room in the off season. That's a song. You'd be I'm listening. The shit that's out of that. a song I'm listening to, dude. Yeah, dude. When that shit hits hard. I remember Lou called me and we we're doing the album together. We did an album called Waves. And he's like, I have this song. What do you think? And it was th- that verse. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, dude, how the fuck can you, this how's is that even cool. possible, dude? <laughs> he's like, he's like, I was thinking about, you know, sending it off to Tech Nine, and we got in contact with Tech Nine. And when Tech heard it, he was like, oh shit. And then Tech, Tech, I guess, told Luke, he was like, he's like, bro, I had to rewrite this three times. <laughs> I had to rewrite my part. <laughs> and he's like, wow, I've, I haven't been pushed to these limits in a long time. Yeah. And so it was like, I remember Luke calling me and just being like, dude. And that's like that's real shit in that song, bro. Yeah. Like that was talking about a lot of the shit that was going on at the time. Yeah, they're just going, dude. I feel I feel like I was like the worst person on that track. No, I feel oh, dude. I, I was but, like, but at the same time, it's <laughs> go, it's it's, Lou, it's gone and fucking tech. Because like, initially, it's like we typically like like you do like a hook, a verse, a hook, verse, and ended on the hook. And so we had a hook in between me, Luke, and Tech, and we were listening to it, and I was like. Dude, we have to take that hook out and just go straight to tech rapping. There's just like, I just like kill the vibe. Did you just had like the fastest rap of all time? And then all of a sudden, what this make, is poor. But what makes it great is it has that fucking swell. Yeah. It, it makes it makes it makes your part hit more coming behind Luke. And then oh, for makes, sure. And dude. then it makes Tech's part hit even harder My, coming out of the coming out of the hook, bro. But it's like, yeah, no, that song is crazy. Luke is amazing. I think he's like. For me, he's one of my favorite rappers ever, which is like, he hasn't got his, like, he hasn't got what he deserves is, is yet. Is he still in Colorado? He's in LA? Or where's he's he He's from at? Chicago. Oh, he's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So we're, is he still living up there? Yeah, he's still living there. So we got to get him down to Nashville. I'd like to, for real, like that whole Waves record, I list, I've listened to it so many times. Really? Um, yeah. Dude, like, I, I bump your we, shit dude, a lot, dude. We wrote that Waves album in his basement. And we recorded really? it there. We were just like two weeks, because we had a deal on the table, and it was like... But we wanted we wanted it to be quick. We wanted to be in and out. <laughs> yeah, but like you guys talk about like a lot of real shit in there. Like it's really like like your music isn't just like like even even like like you're a fucking bitch. Everybody's like oh like this song like when they see the title. But like you talk about like the real shit. Like what it's like to be cheated on. What it's, it's like for this like shit that you and Luke went through. You guys covered on that record. Like that's some deep stuff. That's not easy yeah. to get into. I think when you when you come from the underground, it's like a thing where you have to talk about like your real life. Yeah. There's no like, and, and most of the time it's like when you come from the underground, you have to write everything yourself. So everything early in my career, I wrote from I wrote by myself. So it's like it had to come from me. There was no like. So my my favorite my favorite song of yours that's become it's become like an anthem, and we we have the term that we joke around with. We call it the hoss like hoss cat, like being being a hoss cat, like a, a dude that's, dude that doesn't give a like like dude that doesn't doesn't give a fuck, like just a confident motherfucker. Like this is me, take it if you want. Where's that bottle at? Like I'm doing this. I'm doing like good like a, a dude that's just got like this presence. Oh no, to me is that song. That personified as a song. So that's like. What you talk about, like real life experience? What were you? What is? What was that about? Like, where were you in your life when you're writing a song? Like, oh no, because I I bump that probably at least like multiple times a week. Like, that's a frequent yeah. in the playlist shit, bro. I feel like oh no is just like trying relationships out and feeling like get in a stage of my life where I'm just like I don't care about a relationship. 
I just wanted, and me becoming more selfish as I get older. Like, yeah. I don't want to go out with people that I don't like that much, and I don't want to go do these things. I want to go home and I want to be in my jammies and I want to watch TV, and then I maybe want to hang out with you for an hour. But when I'm done, I want to send you home in an Uber. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think that like I went through a stage in my life where it was just like I was like. I was grinding my career, but it was mostly like, I just tired of doing shit I don't want to do anymore. And that's what that song... Yeah, it's just like... It's about... I'll take beer. I'll, and, I'll, and I'll just that, take the things I love. I don't really need... And that beat yeah. on that song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I absolutely fucking... Well, it's all like, I've had friends... Like, I'll, I'll, it's obviously like, in town, I'm sure you're aware of it, you've... People know that you're in town now and like, your name's gotten out there within the Nashville, the different... different um different like industry people and stuff and uh, like today we had a we had a buddy on we had a buddy on like an earlier podcast and we were just going back and forth like have you heard of this guy have you heard of this guy i was like yo have you heard of my boy atlas like no I've, i know that name and i've heard of him i played him oh no he's like oh i fuck with that shit he's like i fuck with that shit <laughs> yeah i feel like i have that like people know the songs but don't know me yeah, and I think or it's kind of kinda of, like I'm the, is, you're a fucking is, bitch guy. Part of that is you don't you don't live here full time even though you've pretty much been here like full yeah. time well when i'm here i'm just in the house working you're grinding working. yeah you're working on your craft and that's how you're able to put out a single every 28 weeks if, any, if anything i want to like or every 28 days 28 days i, I, I low-key want to put one out every 14 days yeah, you want to be a soundcloud rapper i just want to put it out dude do like what, do like what russ did back in the day <laughs> was it once a week russ yeah, yeah dude. i mean well russ is like a huge inspiration for me i mean the dude makes like a million dollars a month off of his catalog just the streaming yeah so it's like he might not be the most famous guy, but he's making more money than the and he, famous and he people. Sell, and he sells tickets to his shows. Yeah, That's he sells out too. arenas. Yeah. So and he did it. Well, he had the machine for a bit, but he was smart. He knew when to sign. Like, yeah. Is it, and he got it for the right deal. So for you, are you like, it's like for now, because your fucking bitch came out when? That was what? That was like a 21, 22? 20, yeah, was 2020? That, oh, so that was during COVID. It was like October, yeah, okay. during COVID. Right around when Dick Down in Dallas came out. Yeah, COVID was the worst time for many people. It was like the it was the start of my life. <laughs> Same with me, bro. Honestly, with what I'm doing now, I always say from like June of 2020 on, that was when my round really took off. That was when I met Trey. That was when like a lot of things, just a lot of stars, a lot. I, I found the people that I'd been needing to meet. Like yeah. my, my as I've been in I've been in Nashville already for like two years. But if I've met the people that are like my my crew and like the team that I like have around me is like friends through twenty twenty through COVID through playing fucking yeah. pickup kickball, bro. Pickup kickball. That's how I met. That's how I met Trey playing kickball, and now and now we're, we're boys. And I've been been able to be a part of this this wild ride. But now so that song comes out twenty twenty, and now fast forward, and you've got people like hitting you up and you've got you're selling tickets you've got fans you've got a, a solid youtube following you've got the tiktok thing going you've got all this shit going like what's it what's it like now you look back like 2023 you're doing this doing that you're in nashville on business recording yeah. music in a state-of-the-art studio with state-of-the-art producers with guys that have the power to help advance your career that believe in you believe yeah, in you for you it's, it's surreal man it's weird it's a weird feeling because for a while there, I'm just in Colorado. I was grinding two full-time jobs. Driving. Driving. And just like, because ex studio time's expensive. Um, buying beats are expensive, especially when you're no one. No one's giving you like a percentage deal. They're like, you need to buy this upright. Or... So, and plus you want to, you don't want a percentage deal anyway in the long run. If yeah. you really believe in yourself, you'd rather buy stuff outright, I feel like. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 
it's crazy now that you know I just had the song pop off. Things just kept going. I kept releasing. You've had multiple songs like doing well. It's not just that one. Like, oh no, it's over no, sixteen no. million on Spotify. And then you got to factor almost in twenty now. So is that twenty? I that think 20? that thing is moving. It's just hit nineteen. Oh, it's that. Oh, it's that. It's updated from that. From that fucking much. It's up is three it? million from the last time you looked at it. <laughs> it's weird, man. Fill up my cup over six. I mean, even roses that you that you just um, that you just put out is almost at a million. Yeah, every song we're dropping hits a million, which is like insane to me. Like, <laughs> and there, I remember there, there used to be a time where I remember I was like on YouTube and I told my buddy who was like shooting all my videos for free for like three years, just grinding these covers. And I was like, imagine if we ever got a thousand views in the first day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and now if I don't get that in the first hour, it flopped. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like things, it's crazy how it happens. And all I can do is just keep working and putting shit out. Cause I know on an independent scale, I'm not gonna get like, vlogs or magazines or any of that so i have to keep my foot on the pedal i have to keep releasing music well, that's, that's part of the reason i wanted you to come on i know we i know we did the we did the dm monday episode and that was awesome and i've had friends be like dude i love that pod that the trey and, and you guys did with did with atlas and i'm like well I've, I've gotten to know you better now too man like we don't get to hang out a lot because we're both so fucking busy but i was like i want to get this guy on here and fucking dude, shoot the shit when we were drunk at red door i showed you like 10 songs we worked on i think yeah i was you, just showing you dude, we, we dude, wrote like 12 bangers in 10 days yeah which is weird. unheard of sometimes motherfuckers need like three days to finish one song oh dude you're knocking out you're knocking out a dozen in a week a little it's, bit over a week just That's locking nuts. ourselves in well it's easy when you have like really good producers yeah, what's and working like, with Bayless like? Because he's in the he's kind of like you, where he he gets lumped into Nashville as it's as it's the country yeah. community, but he's not a not a not a country guy. He's not a he's, typical country. He's a, yeah. he's, a, he's a rock guy that likes beats, that likes art, that likes shit that's that's heavy that makes you feel something. That's what when I think of a when I see the Bayless verse, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That song makes me feel something. Yeah. That song's heavy. Whether it's like the co cuts or it's the stuff that he's doing with. Um, with uh, Lejean, or or the stuff he's doing with you, or the stuff he's he's doing done with, with, done with stuff, yeah. the stuff he's done with Matt and Jelly, and like just that whole that whole like collective that's over there. Like you can tell, like when when it's like a Bayless imprint. I think it's such a match made in heaven. You two oh, yeah. working together, man. Oh, yeah, we we did a lot of good ones. <laughs> like a couple when I was here last month, he just like he'll just start playing some shit, and then like forty five minutes there's an instrumental, like, <laughs> and he just starts fucking doing his shit. Just, Focuses in mad scientist. Oh, he's he's incredible, and he yeah he can almost he just pulls up like a guitar, just starts playing some riff, and then he'll just look at me, and then if the second that I look over, because I'll just be like kind of I'll listen, but if I'm disinterested, I'm disinterested. He'll play like one little thing, I'm like, and then he'll just be like, starts recording it, <laughs> starts looking like adding shit to it. He yeah. also I also love that he like I love trap beats. Yeah, I like the one thing. My favorite thing about hip hop is the drums and the eight oh eights. So like no matter he'll play like a country lick type guitar and then we'll just turn it into a hip hop song. Cause cause that like he knows like he already knows the style that I like. Yeah. He's always like, Oh, we need some trap shit for Atlas. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, has recording in Nashville been been a different process for you than recording back home? Um well it depends. I still record vocals back home. Okay. I still have my engineer I've been with since day one. Yeah, who knows how to get your yeah. voice just, just where it's Yeah, at. we've been working together for like six, seven years. Yeah, loyalty so is an important thing. Yeah, I think, that, I think that like loyalty is the most important thing. Like I still have the same – I have a new team now here in Nashville, but I still have the same old team from Colorado. And they work well. I still have my they, and, they work, and they work together. Yeah. 
which was a huge thing. That like, and they helped me ago. get here, you know? So, like, the couple people off to help me get here would be scummy. So, yeah, it's like... it would be. So, I just want to keep the it same crew and just add people. Who's... which? So, which side of the team's idea was it? It was... It might have just been your fucking idea to do those promos that you did with, like, the little... That little girl. And, oh, and, and you guys going up and Christmas caroling and you going to the Yeah, that's me the and my content team back in Colorado. Dude, that yeah. shit was... I, that had me <laughs> dying. That had me dying. My, that little girl singing, like you singing for the little girl and like, here's the button. Yeah. <laughs> the my, my buddy Andrew, he's funny as fuck and he's always wanted to be a comedy writer. So like we were just like, we just write skits out and stuff. And then that's how we figured out the whole like... Because there's like a huge thing going on where like an engineer, you're, you're your own engineer and that's how you promote your music. And I was like, how do I do it to where I'm not, like, stealing people's stuff? Yeah. In my own way, and I was like, I was like, oh, well, there's, like, a little kid that's just shit-talking me. Because she's, like, the best engineer, and I fucking suck. <laughs> and then I go in there and just sing shitty on purpose. Yeah. We're shitty, yeah, shitty, shitty, yeah, 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 yeah. We give a shit. I just sing like an idiot. And then she, like, hits a button, and then it just comes in the regular. And she's, like, popping off. And she's like, <laughs> I was like, you're really good. Yeah, I know. Duh. You know, like, she's just, like, saying some crazy shit. Yeah. That's awesome, but, dude. Uh, That's awesome, man. Um, are you doing festivals and shit this year? Or like what's on I think tap I have, for shows and I think stuff? I have two festivals. We haven't really got locked down. We have like an idea of the shows. You with an agency? I got a bunch stuff? of stuff. You, you, you with I'm with UTA. With UTA? Okay. Makes so, sense. That's a good spot. So we have a lot of like shows on hold right now. Like we just yeah. have to get them cleared. Yeah. But yeah, definitely going to be touring more this year. The, I was scared of touring, but it was incredible. Yeah. No, I just want to do what it. Were you, what were you more. scared of? I don't know. I just never like. I never done it. You know, I didn't. I didn't know what I would do in terms of like banter or stuff like that. Like I know that like the best part of a show is to me is like when there's the talking in between and the just saying like crazy what, shit. What kind of shit were you saying? I, I ended up. I feel like I ended up doing a pretty good job. I just started. I just started trying, trying to talk about me and like experiences with me. I got lucky that like I got to go on tour with Jelly. As a driver, and just watch how he does live shows, and just kind of learn from that. Oh, you were driving? Yeah, I was driving. I was driving Matt around because Matt was opening. Still oh, Matthews so that was, was Matt's way of getting you. Yeah, was, that was uh, your guy's way of getting. I was like, like, yeah, to get me comfortable with the going live. That right there helped tremendously, and then just, and then I just started realizing like the people that are there, they're not like looking for me to screw up and call me out. They just they love me. They're like my fans. So it's like they're paying money to see you. Yeah. At sing. some point, we <laughs> the Atlanta show, we would just be like, "All right, well, hold on, let's drink first. Like it was just like they brought up. I think I had five shots and three beers in like forty minutes <laughs> on stage because <laughs> <laughs> I kept because I I meet everyone. I try to meet everyone. You do. I met meet, everyone. You do, you do the meet and greet after. I just did. I did it before and after. Oh, so you're out in the crowd before, before like going yeah, up yeah. and people are taking. And they were it. like, "Let's take a shot," and I was like, "I'll oh, bring it on stage. Bring it to me on stage." And they're like, "And then they on. would do it." <laughs> I was like, oh. "You got merch and stuff?" Yeah, yeah. We what does the what does the Atlas merch look like? Because I feel like you can do all kinds of crazy shit. We have the "You're a fucking bitch" T-shirts. Ooh. Which I, which is interesting because depending on the city, I think like when it's like a classy city, they're like, "We love that song," but it's kind of like. They don't want to tell people they love yeah. that song. <laughs> like they but don't want to wear but, that shirt. But then meanwhile, around. they're at the show singing every word. Yeah, yeah, every fucking word. Yeah. You know, it's like a guilty pleasure. It's like porn. <laughs> that's that's why you're, you're the bitch. Is like, <laughs> it's that shit you don't tell your mama. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that right, McElwain? Would you tell your mom? Would you now? You want to tell your mom about that? Would song? you send your fucking bitch up and know that shit to your grandma? 
She said that uh, to me, Mom? Probably not. We also, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we also, I've got a little leeway with Dick Down in Dallas. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. He, he, oh, that's yeah, true. We're, we're that's true. Dick Down in Dallas. Every this is weekend. the Dick Down in Dallas crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, have, so, like, festival and stuff, have you done, have you done um, I'm trying to think, like, what, because, like, I feel like there's so many, there's so many, like, with you, you're not in the, the country. Like you, you can get thrown. Yeah. You can get thrown into it, but to me, it's like I see you on yeah. like the Lollapaloozas and like the rock stuff. I would and love the pop to. stuff. I would love to do pop. Pop is probably my favorite style of music, but I keep getting thrown into country. I think just because of association. But, yeah, I think it's just like, and I think it's just like the raspy voice. Yeah. It's not typically like a pop thing, I guess. But like, I think that's what causes the crossover of where. Like gel, like rock fans and or country fans are gonna fuck with you. Rock fans are gonna fuck with you. And then the beats and the lyricism is undeniable for the pop stuff. Like, yeah, I, I would love to do pop. Plank, which is one of my favorite songs, that will be coming out. I think March twenty fourth. What, what could a song like Plank be about? Is that like the the piece of wood from Ed Ed and Eddie? It's like walking off the. <laughs> That's pretty. I might use that as a way to promote it. Dude, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's I want, do Ed Ed just, skin. Just <laughs> Love it. Love it. No, but it's like walking the plank. It's like uh, like you're walking off into the ocean. You're like you're like, it's like life. Yeah, it's like lifelong love walking off that plank. So it's like, it's like I know this is bad for me, but fuck it, I'm just jumping in. Because <laughs> sometimes you meet someone that's so special that you're just like, even if it's toxic, you're like, oh, I just have to fucking jump in. Also, this is a not a breakup song. This is a I met somebody kind of song, and I'm just going uh, for it. It's kind of like a you. I feel like this one's more of like a a relapse type song, you know, where you go back somewhere you probably shouldn't. Oh, like you fuck your ex or something. Yeah, type of shit. Like yeah, that where kind of where thing. You're like fuck, I can never get rid of that fucking feeling for that person or something. Yeah, but yeah, dope song. Dope yeah, is that song. the one you just went down to the video for? Yeah, yeah. I went and shot a video with my buddy Mike Busey at the Sausage how did, Castle. How does at the Sausage Castle? The so, I love the, the name. The Sausage dude. Castle in like Florida. <laughs> how does one get linked up with Mike Busey and get invited to the Sausage Castle? Like, how did that kind of come to be? Yeah, I think he, he Mike loves my music, and then Mike reached out to me one day, and I saw it, and I I didn't t- know who Mike was yet. <laughs> I read his bio, and it's like. Owner of the Sausage Castle, and I just laughed like reading the bio. I was like, "What the sausage?" And so I think as a joke, I was like, "Hey, when I when do I get to invite to the Sausage Castle?" He's like, "Open to you whenever, bro." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and so we've been talking for a while, and but he really wanted to shoot a video, and so I just been sending him songs, and so eventually, you know, he found one. He's like, "Oh, I love this." He loved Hero. I like Hero. He too. loved Hero. He yeah. wanted to shoot Hero, but the music video was already out by the time he yeah. heard it. So I've been letting him hear like the unreleased stuff and like be like, if you, if there's anything you want to shoot a video on. And I was telling you, I was like, I think this song Plank is crazy. And then he called me that night and he was like, I have some crazy fucking ideas. You want to run a car into a lake? And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to check. We can drive a car into a fucking lake. And I was like, uh, fuck yeah. I mean, what do we, what do we got to do? And, and it was like, but I, I had like a week to get it prepared. So the last week, Mike was crushed and just stressed and trying to get all the stuff. And I was still here riding. And then I drove down there to Orlando. But like, we got everything ready in like a week. We had to get like a wedding dress, a venue ready, a wedding venue. We had to get a car to crash into a lake. Um, Did that feel weird coming from where you come from, just buying a car to destroy? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Like you're, That like- car is worth more than the car that I drive. 
the car that crashed in the lake. But being, that being said, my car is like a PT Cruiser, and I bought it for 500 bucks. You drive bucks. a PT Cruiser? Yeah. And I bought it for 500 bucks like five years ago, and I just keep driving it. Fuck yeah, dude. Because it's like, what it color, gets what, me from what, A to B. What color is it? Oh, it's it's shitty, dude. It looks like, it's like a silver rusted, just rusted Ooh. around. And then it's got these really lame purple flames. It looks Awful, bro. <laughs> it looks awful. But dude, to, but me, that's, so to me, that's a fucking hoss cat thing <laughs> to drive around in a rusted out silver PT Cruiser with purple flames on it. Yeah. Sometimes people go, "Do you even care about what you drive? You look so stupid in that." And then, like, and you. then I'll like kick my PT Cruiser and dent it just to be like, "I don't care how <laughs> <laughs> this looks." <laughs> that's funny, dude. I think I saw you, I saw you driving a Sprinter van the other day. I'm about to get one for tour. Really. Oh, that is my dream vehicle. Sprinter van. The, uh, the Sprinter van. Well, it just holds so many people. Yeah. It has. It gets 20 miles to the gallon. Which for a van is great. And it holds like 12 people. Get, and it has holds cargo. Diesel, diesel right? Yeah, diesel. Yeah. And then and it has cruise control, but the cruise control also has lane, has like a, it's like the perfect cruise control because if you come up on somebody, the car itself will slow you down because yeah. you can set a perimeter to how yeah. far you have to be behind them. Yeah, you didn't have so, that with the rigs back in the day. Yeah, you. Oh, it's so it's the easiest drive. Oh, the rigs are the <laughs> semis are tough, dude. Because if anything, you're going downhill, you can't stop. So I got, you just have to like either dodge people yeah. or just go into like the lowest. Gear. So I did something. I I didn't have to drive through it, but I did the. Um, I sat in the jump seat on the bus. We were going from. Uh, we were going out to Grand Junction on I seventy through the mountains, going through, like, Vail and all that. And there was some snow coming down. And I was, like, of course, February in Colorado. Was, what were you guys driving, the tour bus? We were in the tour bus, yeah. We were, in a, we were in a bus with Trey. And I was in the front seat, and our bus driver, his name's Dan. We call him Daddy Dan. He's about five foot six, about 250 Daddy pounds. Daddy Danny, dude. Daddy Danny drove rigs for years. He just, he's just a, just a hoss. He's just... Doesn't uh, talks very southern broken English from Arkansas. He's Love on his it. third wife. Her name her name's third, Brenda. Third wife. Third wife. He's got grandkids and great grandkids. He doesn't know how to program a phone. He doesn't really, oh, I have to set the GPS up for him, and I have to. Um, <laughs> I downloaded Spotify on his phone and gave him a, made him a playlist. And we put like a lot of like Wheeler Walker Jr., like Booty Man by Tim Crit, Wilson, yeah. like funny shit. And he's just up there bobbing along. But we were but going through like those mountains are no fucking joke. I can't. Dude. And I was like thinking, I'm like Atlas used to. That drive. was my job. It's like you drove in any weather. Like you. you <laughs> the worst was Grand Junction because it's yeah. not even a high paying one. You drive from Denver to Grand Junction or Glen no Glenwood Springs. Grand Junction is high paying, but Glenwood is like you drive up Eisenhower, and then if you would always have hazmat, so. Where there's you can't go through that tunnel with hazmat. Yeah. So I'd have to think, take a thing called Vail Pass, which was even higher up the mountain, <laughs> and they never took care of that road. And I remember one time I I, I didn't bring my chains, <laughs> and I'm just gassing up this road at like three miles an hour, sliding back and forth trying to get up this oh, little hill. Oh jeez, dude. I remember just like, I remember being like. Just like, just like all by myself, like, this is where I died. This is where I died. I'm going to lose this load. We're done. This, this, this is, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. If I make it out of here, and then I never would. But and how many, when was your last, when was your last shift doing that stuff? Like when, how long have you been able to do music full time? I actually kept working at FedEx. I dropped the second job, but I kept working at FedEx over a year after I dropped your fucking bitch. Really? Well, because I, I was in Colorado. I didn't I didn't know what to do with my time, and I hate yeah. not doing things. So I was like, and I did all my writing while I was driving. Ah. So I was like, it was just a way to just 
do both of them. To get paid while, while writing. Yeah, yeah. We'll get paid while, yeah, to get paid while writing. So I was just like, but then I once I met Matt and the team down here, and then we started talking about touring, I got UTA and everything. It made sense at that point yeah. to like quit. But it just made no sense because I would just like quit and then I would just play video games and order Uber Eats four times a day. And then I just got really fat, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back to work. I did it for like two months. I quit for two months, and I went right back. Jeez, he's what is that initial conversation with, with Matt Wallace like? Because he's been a guy that's been integral. We've had him on on this podcast, and he's been like a guy that's been integral in bringing along a number of different acts out of Nashville that are in that are in country, that are more rock leading, that are more hip hop leading, and then a guy like Jelly that's a little bit of everything. Yeah. What what was what was that reach out like? So initially, Jelly reached out to me. And was like, hey, I want you to meet my team. Because Jelly's like, I love your shit. Who, who are you working with right now? And I was like, yeah, I work at uh, FedEx. And I got a couple buddies that shoot videos for me. And that's it. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> and he was like really confused. He's like, oh, so you, you don't have anyone. And I was like, not really in terms of like the business. Yeah. So Jelly like invited me out. And then I met Matt through Jelly. And I think that's like Jelly put us together. Yeah. And really wanted us to meet. And then we hit it off. Like Matt was like probably the first person that... I tried other managers out, but it was really, I just got weird vibes. Yeah. Or they would tell me things that I already knew. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, well, why don't you try this? And I'm like, I'm already doing that. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> or they would tell me to release less, which automatically which is, makes that's, me. That's a no for you. Yeah, know. for me, it's like, no. Yeah, and Matt gets it from him doing the artist thing, and he gets it from the business side. I mean, he's money Matt. He's been a business manager for a long yeah. time. And he, it? It, he gets it all, you know, like he understands it. He has so many. He has so many wins. His track record is insane, and his connections that he yeah, has. His are connections just nuts. are insane, and he just like, I think what makes him so special as a manager is he can produce, he can write, like he helps write songs with me. He helps produce the songs. He also owns the studio we recorded in. Yeah, like he just reinvests, and he never sleeps. Oh, he's always up. Yeah, dude, that guy's an insomniac. <laughs> I remember like the first week I came out, and we we crushed like ten songs in seven days. I wanted to like call it quits at like twelve, and we'd be up till five a.m. and then right back at it at, like nine. Just business though, like not fucking off. Like you guys yeah. are just up, plus just working. It's all music related. Well, because I go back to Colorado where it's like, I'll fuck off a little bit back home, you know. But I try and but honestly, I'm out shooting content now, so with the amount of songs we're releasing, it's hard to have a day off. But one day it's all gonna work out. My goal is at forty. I just have life off. <laughs> That's like what I want. When I'm 40 years old, I just want to be done with like everything. Just be chilling. Yeah, just I don't know. Get a dog, maybe get married or something. Get a dog. Know. You have any pets now, or you probably can't. I keep my life so simple. Like I how, like how simple. I, I just I need everything to just. I need to have no priorities outside of my career. So I'm that's that's like, where you're at right now. Yeah, just kind of like I just try. I have to like make time. I just don't like to make time for a lot of stuff because like my life is just so like once i start touring too once we start doing this tour it's i'm gonna be releasing every 28 days with a music video plus daily uploads of tiktok content and like on top with the touring it's gonna be crazy so i just don't have a lot of time so Jeez. i just don't feel like investing it outside of my music at the moment yeah what what's your living but, situation in colorado like like what do you have is it a i live with house? my mom oh he's really okay yeah, yeah we live in a trailer the trailer i grew up in oh no shit still rocking it but i took over the bills on it now so wow. i pay her bills that for to, five that, years she paid my bills that has to be a good feeling the best feeling which is why i can't stop 
because that money now supports my mother and like my team and the people I came up with. So it's like, I feel like there's more pressure to keep releasing. Dude, and that keep is literally in. like I didn't know. I didn't know all that. That's the fucking success. That's like. Yes. That's a huge, that's a big, it was a big moment for me. That's a big moment. Retiring my mom was like always the dream because that's what Atlas is, right? Like Atlas is just this. I used to like, did I say that on the last podcast? You might have, but refresh it for Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at, for me, th- the name Atlas was when I was a kid, there, my mom was a single mother that raised three kids. My dad, he did a military and he moved around a lot. And so we ended up being in Colorado away from all family, and then they ended up splitting. And then my mom had us. So she, like, had to take over all the bills and stuff. And she's just a champion, like, two time, two working two jobs, finding ways to bring people in. Like, she would rent out the two rooms in the trailer just to help pay, and me, my brother, and my sister, and my mom slept in the same room and wow. shit like that. And so eventually one – and then I remember I went to school, and we did this, like, project on Greek mythology. It was, like, a fun little write about your favorite – Greek mythology person, and I found Atlas was a giant that holds the world on his shoulders, and it was like, that was my mom, and so my whole dream with the Atlas thing is like, I want to be that for my mom, I want to hold her world, so when I retired her, I officially feel like I became Atlas. That explains like the album, the album artwork or whatever, where it's like the, where it's Atlas holding up the world, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then the next one, inside on the next album coming out. The world's carrying me finally. Oh, dude. I know I'm pretty excited about it. That's really no, fucking cool. Sick. That's, <laughs> that's really fun. Cool. Yeah, I feel like the artwork on all your shit's been really cool. Like the Also what, someone I have met in high school, man. He's Jason Neff. Fucking dude, so talented. Like I couldn't find an art guy to save my life. And then he sent me this. I just saw some of his work and I was like, holy shit, dude, I never knew you were that fucking talented. And now he's done everything for me. I like won't go to anyone else. That's huge. Yeah, you're changing people's lives that you came up with, and that raised I'm trying, you. man. What are your What are your, What are your siblings like? What do they do? Siblings, my brother is a truck driver. Okay. And then my sister passed away oh, a couple sorry. months ago. So. Oh damn. But uh, yeah, my brothers just we we both did the truck driving thing, because it's like good money. You can always get a job. It's just what you do. It's, it seems like something that, like what you do, like Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, like that area. Yeah, there's, there's just so much work. There's so much truck driving. I would say, like, I miss it, though. It sounds weird. Sometimes I wish I could go back to work. And, well, because nobody's bothered. It's just you and your and your. You're just sitting there truck. listening to music. I feel like I listen to less music now. Well, yeah, because you're making music yeah. as work. But it's like I don't get to listen and enjoy music like I used to, I think. Because I'm never driving. Or, like, when I'm not working, I'm tr- either sleeping or I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing next. So just constantly going. So it's rare when I can just sit down and just like listen to music for a couple hours. What was like a guilty pleasure song in the truck? I'm trying to think, what were them? Like a guilt, like it comes on the radio because I'm imagining you're listening to the radio and a lot of no, yeah, it was never all the radio, dude. I'm a big Spotify playlist. Guy. Really? Okay. Radio is just not for me. Once I found out I can decide what my radio is, I was done with radio. Yeah. I was like, oh, I could pick the songs that play. Yeah. But are you like a, like like a random thing? I think, like, a, like a Katy Perry or some like random shit that would be like. For two years, I would say it was NF. NF? 
Because on the com- NF is like has so much like his is like motivational. But like, I feel like that's not like guilty pleasure. Like I'd expect you to listen. Well, guilty pleasure, like something that I'd be embarrassed. Yeah, like something you're like, dude. There's I, I'm not. I don't get embarrassed, dude. I'm I not embarrassed, listen, but I could listen to that song. To be like, like, to be I'm like, a Barbie girl <laughs> in a Barbie world, wrapped in plastic. It's fantastic, dude. I, I'd bump that shit. That's and just I'm, like yeah, stare yeah. at people and be like, "This shit's hard, dude. What the fuck are you talking about?" I don't, give, dude. I don't give a fuck what people think. I'll play the craziest song, "Guilty Pleasure," dude. I'm trying to think. That's a pretty good one right there. That one's Barbie Girl is a pretty, pretty good one. Yeah, you, I, I can picture you driving around. My sister that used shit. to listen to that shit. So really? Much. Yeah, she would never stop listening to that shit. She had her friends and they would do the dance. But I thought her friends. I was like this. Nine-year-old, but her friends were so hot to me. Oh, so I learned to dance okay. just so I could like dance with them, you know, so I could be dancing with the girls. But they're always just like, "He's so cute." I'm like this nine-year-old. They're like sixteen. I'm like fucking. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> it wasn't going anywhere. But I, I wanted to believe, you know. <laughs> yeah. What was? What was? Um. What? How was? Um. Because we we had some fun in Colorado, like Denver. We definitely. Um. They were very very welcoming to us. Uh, what was it like growing up? Uh, the dating scene in fucking Denver, Colorado, dating and doing scene? all that stuff. Like for you growing up, like what were your what were your lines? Like how's how's Atlas getting getting some? How am I getting some, dude? I like back in the day. Like what's your, your what's like your move? Like were you a sounds, DM, were you it, a DM slider like a AOL messenger or any of that stuff? Dude, I was pretty. I'm pretty bad at meeting people. I'm pretty like. Like, I was, like, always really cool with the people I went to high school with. So occasionally I would hook up with someone from high school. Ah. It was always just, like, it was never, like, going out and getting laid. Because when I go out, I just want to fucking drink. Yeah. And then, like, your, if girls are drink, hitting on me, I'm like, hey, you, sh- I need to. You, you want to drink and hang with the boys. I just want to, yeah. Or by myself. <laughs> <laughs> What's a hometown bar? And where, so you're, are you from? Is it Denver or it's just outside yeah. of Denver? It's right? outside of Denver. I rarely go downtown, but if I go somewhere, it's called Loaded. Loaded, and it's like a yeah, it's um, what is it? Yeah, it's called Loaded. There's like a twenty five dollar cover, but it's just Mexican music, dance music, and I fucking love it. You know what I mean? Oh, you you can bust the move. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like Spanish music is the best to dance to. Period. Yeah. Like those clubs are the only clubs I can go to where I'm not annoyed as hell. There was like a, I think there's a Dirks Bentley, and they tried to make whiskey row. Yeah, there was yeah, there was something there that they're like. They have a Dirk's Bentley in Colorado now, yeah, and I Denver, went there. Yep. I fucking hated it. It's just not your thing. Well, they tried to make Devil Went Down to Georgia EDM. I was like, what is this? I'm uh, not dancing to Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> I was like, this song is not made to dance. But then I go to Lotus, it's like, despacito. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'd start like vibing. I'm like, this is it, dude. And That's then they awesome. ended it with like some Selena, which is just like, just oh. Selena, the Ramon Ayala back oh, in the day. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. That good, that good, that good shit. That's uh, my favorite bars loaded. Yeah. They gave me this Long Island there. Worst thing I ever had. Oh, just not a good this... They didn't put any tea in it, dude. I didn't see one ounce of tea. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I was like, oh my god. When I watched the report, it was clear. My Long Island was clear. I was like, <laughs> Whoa. Gave me three of them because I ordered three and I, I regretted it. it just three straight. What's in a long? It's what? It's just iced tea and what? It's like iced tea, vodka, tequila. I don't know what's all. I think it's like four or five different liquors. And, and iced and tea. T- and then tea. And like a little bit of tea at the end. People like give you crap for Long Islands, but dude, they fuck you up. Well, that's just it. If you're going out, you're looking to get drunk. I feel yeah. like Long Island and Long Island and Rumple are like, and Fireball is, Fireball is a popular one. I would say I drink beer or like a cider because I do love like the Angry Orchards and shit. Yeah. Like a beer or a cider, I'll drink that for like fun. 
Or just a drink because it's like it tastes good. Yeah. But I don't drink liquor because it tastes good. It's not what it, it's like. I want to get fucked up. It's not what it's there for. No, it's not what it is. <laughs> Rumples is pretty good though. You like Rumple? Dude, Bayless got me addicted to that Bayless shit. Bayless is a damn animal. Well, because it's like I brush my teeth in the morning. It's almost the same thing to me. <laughs> I'm like, this is better than most liquor, dude. Taking over Jaeger, dude. Jaeger's weird. Jaeger is weird. Dude, Matt. We went to so we went to Lucky's. And I, I think me, I made Matt and them drink like three Long Islands in 30 minutes with me, like down three Long Islands. And then I was like, I was like, oh, let's get one more round of Long Islands before we take off and go somewhere else. Matt goes, no, I got a better idea. He walks up to the bartender and I don't even, I don't hear what he's saying. And I just hear the bartender go, when you drink this, you three have to fucking leave. And I was like, what did you order us? And it was like, he ordered us something called the good, the bad, and the ugly. What is and that? so it was wild turkey shot, then a Jaeger shot, and then like a lemon vodka shot. Jesus. And you had to take all three back to back. Fuck. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Yeah. Where'd, dude, where'd, you, where'd crazy. you guys go after that? Oh, dude. I, I think we went to Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just started binging, dude. That checks out. Waffle House at 4 a.m. is the only time I feel okay being at Waffle House. It feels, like, iconic. Like, if yeah. I go to Waffle House during the day, I feel like I just did Waffle House an injustice. Like, if I don't show up drunk as fuck, I feel like you're, you're too Waffle nice of a, I feel like you're too nice of a guy to be in Waffle House. You gotta be in Waffle... If you're in Waffle House, you gotta know how to fight. And, like, there's just dumb shit. Like, yeah, Waffle just, House is crazy. Dude, I love Waffle House. Dude, here? they were ants. That was the funniest shit. We were drunk, and they're just ants on the table. And I just thought... That's Waffle House. <laughs> just, it's just like, Bugs Life. I was like, Bugs Life. <laughs> Bugs Life was filmed in a Waffle, in a Waffle House. House that's, dude. Where, that's where that cartoon took place in a Waffle House. I, for some reason, because it was Waffle House, I was so cool with it. I was like, ah, just bring the food. It's fine. Yeah, it's just part of this it. It's extra they're, protein, you know. We're, we're on. Yeah, we're, we're in their world. They're, they're, they, were, they were here long <laughs> yeah, before yeah, we were. Yeah, this is their domain. Did you ever hear about the the waffle, the the fucking naked Waffle House shooter that was here about years ago <laughs> in Antioch? No. Some dude walked in like bare ass, like full commando, with like a fucking. He tried to shoot up the place, and a cop, some guy, like took him, like took him down or whatever. Did but he get anyone? Did he no. Try to? Yeah, he was trying to. He was a naked, like an naked, like an AK or something. He was just bare ass naked going into the Antioch Waffle House, like crazy shit. That's the most Antioch shit I ever. Yeah, heard. dude. Oh, yeah. So you've gotten familiar <laughs> with Antioch, bro. I used to live down there. That was when like, I lived down there for about a year, um, off Murfreesboro Pike. Like, Damn. like I'd be outside hitting the bong at night. And it'd be gunshots or fireworks. Like, what is that? I've so, heard it's cleaned up, right? A it ha- it has, but for it's definitely still like got got its parts. I mean, like any city, yeah. I'm sure Denver had some bad parts to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like New, like like in New York, obviously New York, where I'm from, there's bad parts in New York. Have you been up to New York City for a show yet? Yeah, yeah, we did a New York show. Where that was, was crazy. Where was that? At? I'll tell you what, I fuck with the pizza there. Well, yeah, they, dude, they, of course they, you they, do. The New York pizza, pizza there. Let's go. Dude, where, that shit is where fire. Was, where was the show? Uh, fuck. Next time you go up there, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm flying up to go to that show. Larimer Lounge is that? Does that sound? Mercury Lounge. Mercury Lounge. There oh, we go. Dude, Mercury Lounge. Did you go to Cat's Deli? No. You gotta go to the no. deli, bro. I think the only thing I, I tried to eat like an iconic like hot dog on the street, awful. Yeah, They're just boiled yeah, in water. Yeah, dirty it's water, just, dirty water dogs. They change <laughs> they change the water out like once a month, maybe. Oh my god, that dirty that, water dogs. Yeah, it was not good. It was like five bucks. Yeah, dude. Of and course, then I inflation. hit this pizza joint that was like a dollar pizza. Yeah, oh, the dollar oh. slice. And dude, that's not even like the great stuff. That's just the dollar slice. I don't know. That stuff's pretty good. Yeah, but those are just. That thing had like a line out the door. And everything was fresh. Those are just the dollar slices. We have one of those on like every I corner. I would say New York's a weird place because like 
It smells awful. Oh yeah. Well, what time? Like of the year I could you, like smell like time fifteen was, different things. What, and I couldn't put a finger on what, what they were. What time of the year were you there? It was like it was like winter. Oh. Again, I bet it's worse in the summer. <laughs> oh, dude, in the summer it's horrible. Because I know at night they just stack trash. Yeah, because where are like, you gonna put Chris, it? Yeah, and then they come by and grab it later. You know where, and you know where it goes? It goes on a barge. It just gets sent off to God knows where. New York is a <laughs> funny said, place, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Cat's Deli, you got to go there. Um, they got the Cat's the pers- Deli. Cat's Deli. It's right by the Mercury Lounge. It's on um, it's on Houston Street over there. Um, and uh, they have like the big pastrami sandwiches. And, like they're good. It's like yeah, it's like I went to Keen Steakhouse. That place. Was that place is that place is good. They had like legendary their legendary mutton. I've never had mutton steak. Yeah. And now I think it's my new favorite thing. Yeah. Where is the, the cat's deli? I'm going to pull it up. Our viewers obviously can't see it. Um, cat's deli, bro. Like, look at this fucking sandwich. Look at that. Oh, my God. I don't know if you can see that not going mm. on the camera, but cat's deli, bro. It's just like the best. Sandwich is like 20 Things I would do for like that sandwich. 20, it's like a $20 sandwich, though, because it's New York City, so it's expensive. I mean, it looks worth it, dude. That oh, thing dude, lo- it's great, dude. And that they, thing looks they, like they 10 make, feet they tall. They make their own fucking... Like, look at that. Like, that's the window. Look at that guy back there. Oh. That dude's just back there swinging at me. I should have hit you up to... I was trying to figure out places to eat. Next, I knew Keens, and that was yeah, it. Next time you guys go up there, let me know, and I'll fucking... If I'm, if I'm available... You'll come up? I'll just fly up there, and we'll just do the city, bro. Dude, fuck yeah. We'll go to the village. We'll go to the comedy clubs up there, like, if we have some time. Like, the comedy cellar, like, where, like, Louis C.K., Jerry Seinfeld, like, all... Adam Sandler, like, the whole New York scene came out of, like, there's the comedy cellar, Rodney Dangerfield's place, like, all those little spots. Dude, we can go... If you want, like... You seem like you're open to, like, different, like, ethnic foods and, like, oh, all yeah, that. Bro, I take you to a place called the Wohop. The Wohop. Wohop. It's in Chinatown. It's down Canal Street. It's fucked. It's wild. It's I'll like try it, dude. So, so the, the, the best Chinese places to go in, if anybody watching this, the best Chinese places to go in, you know, like, in Queens and, like, different parts of the city, they have, like, the, um, there's people that live in, like, base, have basement apartments in the buildings. So it's, like, the stairs, like, you see the staircase that go down. There's restaurants that are, like, in the basements of buildings, bro. You go into, like, Holy a... Shit. Sketchy basement restaurant. Those are the best restaurants. Bro, Wohop. It's crazy good. It's so good. All my favorite places back home are always like the shittiest area and the shittiest little quarter. Yeah. And they eventually always get shut down for either money laundering or bugs. Yep. But before they get shut down, it's the best food I've ever had. It's the best food. You don't get food poisoning or nothing. (laughs) No. Bugs are just part of it. It's organic cooking. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Here's the thing. Your cooking was so good that it attracted the bugs. Yeah. Have you ever been, you ever had, if you don't have bugs in your place, your cooking's bad. Yeah. You ever have. <laughs> That's the real thing. No, bugs don't even want to eat that shit. Atlas, Atlas will have his own barbecue joint here one day. And there's just gonna be bugs everywhere. Like, look, look, the bugs. It means the barbecue's good. They could have went to any other barbecue shop, but the bugs want to be here. Dude, have you read Korean? You read Korean barbecue? Uh, no, no. Korean barbecue is it like sweet. No, I imagine. It's, no, it's not like it's not like sesame chicken or like the or like the sweet and sour chicken or it's just the the bar the way Koreans do barbecue. You go there and you sit around. It's like hibachi, but you kind of move the food around yourself. They just kind of throw the meat on there and then they move it around or whatever, and then you just pick off like a like a fillet or like a well, like. A, like you just pick it off with like the fucking chops. You just pull it right off the fucking griddle and just put it on your plate. Damn, dude, so good. I, I'm saying we. That feels to, smart though. If it, I was a business owner, how do I get people to pay to cook? 
Yeah, and there's someone <laughs> someone comes over. You I would be me, upset having to grab my own stuff, dude. Kate, dude, it's fucking delicious. That's what I'm saying. We'll do. It's delicious. We'll do yeah. New York. We'll do New York. Um, I want to do some fucking food stuff. I want to start going out and doing like food content here in town because I'm a foodie, and there's places like I want to start taking like redneck people, like southern like country folks, to like the New York stuff in town. Like take them to fucking um, Puka de Beppo or take them to like Sal's or Salvo's or like my Italian, yeah. like more of my New York stuff. And then I want to go with like another like northerner or someone like you that's not from the south and I want to go to like a meet and three. Or I want to go to Uncle Bud's. McElwain loves Uncle Bud's. Uncle Bud's I feel like Don- I've heard Uncle Bud. It's in Donaldson, bro. It's, so it's, so it's in your Near neck me, of the woods. Neck of the woods, bro. <laughs> It's all you can eat for like, I think it's like 12 or 13 bucks, McElwain. It's nothing crazy. It's all you can eat catfish and chicken tenders. And they just, instead of like a bread bucket. All they, you can eat? All you can eat, dude. And it's like fried. It's like, it's like a down home, like, you got like the sassy black ladies that are like the servers. Like, it's just, you just walk out of there and you just feel the grease. Yeah. Bro, instead of a I bread. I fuck with some, dude, chicken, dude, chicken dude, here is so good. Instead of a bread basket, bro, they bring out plates of hush puppies. The fried cornbread, fried okra, mac and cheese, banana pudding, like all that good. What's, what's up with the banana pudding thing? I see it everywhere. Oh, it's a I see thing, it at man. like Italian restaurants. Like restaurants, like I'll go to like Little Caesars and I'll see banana pudding. Like it's so oh, like you just that- call Little Caesars an Italian restaurant. <laughs> God damn it, Atlas. <laughs> Here's the thing, I'm, I'm a simple basic man. I know you're a sim- That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I got to get you out to like some of the. Lil- the Little Caesars Hot and Ready is great, but it's not, it's not. Have you ever been to Fazoli's? I love Little Caesars. Yeah, I, I mean, I it's like it. Che- it's I, cheap. I like from high well, school. Well, I was actually really sad because they no longer have $5 pizzas. They went up. Oh, fucking inflation. God they're like, damn it. Inflation, I get it, but come on. You can't change the Hot and Ready. The $5 pizza. I don't think. I don't iconic. Th- iconic. Or like Dollar Tree. I'm seeing things for like two bucks. <laughs> like you gotta change the oh, name. I, I think sub. I don't even think Subway's doing five dollar footlongs anymore. Oh no, it's like eleven bucks. It's eleven bucks for a Subway yeah. sub. And yeah, you, used probably li- you probably used to live off those going to Loves. Dude, now it's Jimmy John's for me. Jimmy I've been John's. on a Jimmy John's kick. You ever had Jersey Mike's? I have. I like Jersey. Well, I'm, I'm biased. New York Jersey. Yeah, 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 like Jersey, Jersey Mike. Guy. I like. Jer- I do. I do like that they make it on the spot, and I can see them cook the shit. Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Yeah. But like, see, that's what a New York deli's like. Jimmy John's has like the unwitch, and I hate like lettuce typically, but the crunch is so satisfying. You ever been to Bobby? Oh, this going in the burgers now. We're just in all the all of dude, our let's just talk about food. food dude. Let's talk food about is, food. Fuck it. Food let's, is like the, the just, only thing. It's I, just, just it's like number food. one on my list. Let's go. Same here. Um, you ever been to like one of the Bobby Flay burger places? I'm not. So if you go to, I, there was one up in Jersey that I used to go to when I was in college, but he, they take chips and just put them on the burgers. So all the burgers Ooh. have the crunch. It's Love just that. fucking like potato chips. Like you're at a, that was a they cheat code for, that was like a cheat code for the barbecues growing up. Take a, take a Lay's or like a Ruffles, one of them Ruffles chips. They put that, crunch it on top of it. Put that on top of the burger, bro. Pizza Ooh. Hut used to have those too. They had those at the salad bar, the little crunch, the little shredded chips. Oh yeah, yeah. They had those at Pizza Hut salad bar, bro. You ever been to Pizza Hut Buffet? Yeah, yeah, I've done it once. Pizza but Hut I feel like it's only a southern thing. I never had them in Colorado. We had them in New York. We had Pizza Hut. We had Pizza Hut and Maybe Domino's crazy, in New York, though. which you would think, what the fuck are Pizza Hut and Domino's doing in New York? But Yeah, you guys have so many. I feel like, I'll say right out the gate, New York's food was insane. Yeah, well, it's because you have every kind of culture And there's there, like, bro. there's 10 restaurants every five steps. Do like, we, there's just unlimited, like, the. I would hate to be like a competitor. I would hate to open my business in New York because, like, there's so much competition. 
It's and tough, then outside man. of every restaurant is a hot dog stand. Yeah. I've never seen like a rest people selling food outside of a restaurant <laughs> and you get away with it. And, and the people walk out of the restaurant and then get a hot dog too. Yeah. We'll just Five dollar really crappy hot dog. <laughs> the sauerkraut was good though. Do you eat, do you have a uh, breakfast when you were up there too? Did you get a yeah, bagel? I, I think I didn't get a bagel though. I didn't know that was a thing. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. I just thought it was like pizza. No. And the hot no, dog. No, no, Yeah, no, I didn't no. think there was like any other pizza, things. Pizza, bagels, <laughs> any kind of pasta, like any Italian cooking. I went to an Italian restaurant and it was the worst I've ever had. In New York? Yeah. I'll what say, was it? It was, it was, I don't remember what the name was. I hope it wasn't like Carmine's. I hope you didn't have a bad experience at like Carmine's. It wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been at but the Pine because the Pine's in the Bronx. It was so fancy. The wine was good, I guess. Yeah, but see, I'm not really a I wine a place, guy. I have a place by my by where I grew up called De Maria's. And it's a little, it's right next to a train shop. My grandparents used to take me there to, because I, I like trains when I was a little baby. I mean, we all loved Thomas the Tank Engine when we were little yeah, kids. Yeah. And I'd sit by the, and then we'd sit by the window and the train would go by or whatever. But um, they would have, they have like chicken parm, veal parm, um, shrimp parm, like Alfredo, all of, all the fucking basically. It's a little tiny place though. Like it's not fancy. Like you, we can go in there, I can go in there dressed like this with the shorts, whatever. Um, but all, I walked into Keen's like that. You walked in the Canes like that? Canes Steakhouse? Like this? Yeah, with like a t Book of Mormon t-shirt, dude. <laughs> a Book of Mormon t-shirt? <laughs> That's some Colorado That's South Park gross. bullshit right there. <laughs> Book of Mormon. I mean, that is a, that is a Broadway play. So yeah, yeah Broadway just, play yeah. and fit in. Yeah, I was just like, throw a t-shirt on. <laughs> Everyone's looking at me, all, they're all fancy. Yeah. And they have these like little like, um, they have these, uh, they what are those called? The pipes that you smoke out of? And yeah. they have famous people sign them. Yep. And I was like, hey, hey, I got two million monthly listeners on Spotify. Can I sign one of those things? And he's like, you're not famous. And he just like <laughs> looks at me. And I was like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> and he was like, if I have to question who you are, are you famous? And I was like, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good that's he like put me in my place. I was like, can I get one of those? Because I wanted to get one for free. Yeah. I thought that maybe if I signed one. But, Jeez. but then he was like, he was like, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was like. I was like, oh, that level. But yeah, Di Maria is this place <laughs> that we used to go to like growing up. I, I've only finished a meal there maybe twice. Like the chicken parm like hangs off the plate. Like it's oh like chicken parmesan like this, bro. Do they have like the pounds, like a couple pounds of food? No, no, we don't order it by the pound, but you just like a chicken like, parm yeah. entree like hangs off the plate. The pizza slice is like from like here. Like all like it's like a oh my big God. massive slice, like three bucks for the slice. Like we gotta go there. That sounds amazing. Di Maria's, that's my hometown. Dude, we have Rockland Bakery. I'll show I got videos I gotta show you after this and shit. Um like where you you go in this bakery and you put on like the didn't do well during COVID, but um you put on this like rubber you put on like these like um the little plastic glove things and you can go into like the factory part of the bakery, you're pulling the bread off the fucking conveyor belt, bro. Oh. The bagels are off the conveyor belt. And then, dude, you take the roll. Like you get one of them big hero rolls, like sandwich rolls. And then you can go into the deli section. You pull the number. And then when they call your number, you hand them the roll. And you're like, I want an Italian combo. And you give them the piece of bread you just picked out. And they make the sandwich on the fresh bread that you just got. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's why I lost all this weight when I moved down here, bro. That's how I was living. It's crazy to me because in Colorado, the food here is better than Colorado. Yeah. So, like, the thing that there's a place better than here... Oh yeah, the well, chicken well, here is well, it so just good. depends. Like the food down here is great, and like the sea, the best sea, dude. The fucking shrimp at the Grizzly Rose was really good. They fly in shrimp fresh. Shout out to the Grizzly Rose. We love going out there in Denver. Um, they fly in the shrimp 
fresh like daily and after the show they have a big tray full of like fried chicken wings and then a big bowl of shrimp on ice like peel and eat shrimp they just give it to you when you play there oh my god yeah it was fun i I play i i showed up to chase matthews as a special guest but i didn't know there was shrimp yeah, after the show, told me. you should have just chilled in the green room and just been like waiting. And then when they bring in the shrimp, you're like, this is what I'm It's after for. the show? It's after Did post-show you? food, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just put it in the green room, all you can eat. I had a stupid music video in the morning. I had to leave. <laughs> so on tap for this year, we got more music coming. Um, when's the next single coming? Uh, tomorrow. Drops tonight. Drops tonight? Yeah, midnight. Which one's Which one's it's called uh, Amnesia. 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 And then by the time this comes out, What's the? Do you know the one after this one? Yeah, Plank, March twenty fourth. Okay, yeah, Plank. <laughs> this, so this this episode will be coming out like the week the Plank comes out. It's fucking good. So we'll dude. we'll time that with that. So fuck yeah, dude. Um, I'm super stoked just for you and like the story that like from where you where you come from and like how you've done this so organically and like you're just you're you're My you fucking you're guy, fucking dude. at dude. No, I love Those it. Man. Make me blush, bud. I love it, man. I love it, dude. No, and I and you you make me feel good being. It's cool to hang out with with artists that I listen to on a regular basis because, like, I'll tell my friend, like, man, I love your song or whatever, but, like, I legitimately, like... Like, listen to my like, shit. Oh, yeah, dude, you're <laughs> I on fucking repeat. love that. Like, if I just put on Spotify and it's shuffle, like, you pop up, like, I'll go from listening to fucking, like... Like it'll all like a Limp Biscuit song or a fucking or a <laughs> fucking Trey song. Oh, by the way, are you in town on March twelfth? No, I think I'm out of town. I think I'm touring. You're touring because it's a Sunday. I think I'll, I think I have a show, or a I'm sun- like, or you're somewhere. Or it's you're on the eleventh. Okay. In like Houston or something. Okay, so I was gonna say on the twelfth we're doing um, Butt Rock Night at Live Oak. We have a house band and it's artists singing their favorite Nickelback, Creed, Limp Biscuit, Three Doors Down. Oh, three doors down, dude. Like, like you just get up there and sing one song with a house band and then get off stage dude. and just drink. Love that shit. So we're doing hey, that. Hey, without you, baby. Oh, dude, don't tease me like that. Still with me in my dreams. I also want to get Love. you on a um, on another down. one of those writer's nights like we had we had done. Um, Over before. the writer's round? Yeah, another one of those writer's rounds. But I want to call it every, anything, everything but country. And I want to do, I want to do a round. It's my my dream round for for you because it's other buddies, it's other other buddies that I've had on the podcast or just that I know that are in that I think you you three would really vibe together. I want to do you. I want to put Baby Jake on there. You know Baby Jake? I don't. I've been smoking I'll, cigarettes on patios. I'll, 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 I'll check him out. Yeah, we'll check him out. He's a good dude. Um, another great hang. Lives in Nashville, not country, but just a good. Really good hang, fun guy, and then Skis, who's another guy that he does a lot of touring with uh, with Mike. I love the name, Mike. Dude, he's Skies. from he's from Omaha, Nebraska, and he's just wears a wife beater, smokes his Marlboro Lights, curly hair, doesn't wear shoes. He only wears sandals. Only wears sandals. Smart man. So, he said he used to walk to school or wear sandals in the wintertime in Omaha, and he'd bring an extra pair of socks because he would just change his socks when he got to school. I like, love it. Dedication. I love the dedication. Skis. He got skis. also. He's probably so comfortable. Yeah, dude. He got. He got the name skis because he wore he dressed down he used to dress down for like family events and his cousin called him a skis ball and that's how the name a just skis stuck. ball so he's just skis skis dude so I want to you, I I, like i want to i want to have Shit. you i want to have you play our play our event one time um when we when we do that man because i know you're busy and all of that shit, but I know you don't get to do a whole lot of those, and yeah. I love I love people finding out about you, man. Like I can't wait to see you fucking packing out theaters and fucking headlining festivals and shit, too, because it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming, man. The shit. The shit's clearly working, and you're doing it your way. It's fucking exciting and fun, man. Killing it. Oh my God, Let's go. Appreciate well, you. Uh, where can people go to find you on all the socials and shit? 
Yeah, yeah. Atlas, Spotify, A-T-L-U-S. A-T-L-U-S, not Atlas like the book. No, no, no. A-T-L-U-S. A-T-L-U-S. Yeah, yeah. I think copyright stuff. I, copyright I think there was stuff. another Atlas. Makes, a, makes sense. <laughs> had, to change, had to change the letter. <laughs> <laughs> Legal stuff. Legal. <laughs> Legal shit. I mean, no, no. I planned it like that. But just... um, y'all be sure to check out um our boy Atlas. Um, Amnesia is dropping uh, tonight. Tonight. From when we're recording this. But coming out now in the in the future here um he's got plank coming out soon a new single coming coming every 28 days who else in the music business fucking does that nobody he's got tons of songs for you guys he's gonna be going out on tour be sure to follow him on the socials check him out online um and uh yeah big shout out to uh, our sponsors whale media saxman studios uh our boy mitch wallace with the digital marketing agency and our friends at pickle jar use promo code itr when signing up at pickle jar well for sweet boy behind the camera i'm matt brill if you like the episode be sure to click that subscribe button tell your mama and them and uh, we will see you next time this has been the in the round podcast peace